Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Oh boy, Matt. You wouldn't believe it. Can you believe NFTs by Ubisoft are a scam? Who would have thought? Oh, us, like when they announced them. And the majority of everybody else. Oh, and actually, contrary to our own surprise, unions are being recognized? Somewhat. Mm, mm, tricky. Tricky, tricky. Tricky, 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 tricky. What's that song? Tricky, tricky? Nah, nah it's an old, old song. Not going to worry about it. Tricky. Hey, it's tricky. That that, one. That's the one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, got, I got you. <laughs> I don't know. That, it's I don't, on the Can't Hardly Wait soundtrack. Can't Hardly Wait. Yeah. To be fair, we both made obscure references, and then you went, yeah, fuck you, and made another <laughs> one, and I'm now I'm lost. So you win. Nah. Win the, the biggest obscure loser of this first five minutes. Yep. There's still time left on the board. Uh, <laughs> the welcome. clock is running. <laughs> To the Gamers 2 Podcast, your weekly roundup of news and commentary related to the video game industry and anything else that might pique our interest. Yankees won today. Yankees did win. Hard fought game. Opening day has come and gone? Come and gone. I guess technically, right? Opening day. Opening weekend is still here. Opening day 1.5. I guess opening day for some people because technically they got their Thursday games like Yankees yeah. got their Thursday canceled. So yep, 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 yep. Australian Grand Prix this weekend as well. That's true. At I think two no one in the morning on Sunday is the race probably. From what because I, I was like, why am I seeing free practice one videos on Thursday? By the time you get home, free practice three will probably be up. Probably. Because new you know, uh, Australia, newly modified version of the track. They yeah. sped it up a bit. Four DRS zones. I know, which is ridiculous. Let them race, boys. Where's uh, Michael Massey when you want him? It's called the racing. It's called. It's called racing, Toto. We've gone racing. I always say we've gone car racing. I don't. I don't, I don't remember. Know. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Dumb quote. Um, what else is going on this weekend? That's all I got. That's all I got, too. That's we it. were talking about going to a game. We I were. I don't know what the status of that will be. I don't know either. It's, it might snow. I did see that there might be weird weather, and I was like... <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I want to go, but do I want to sit in weird weather? Uh, yeah, exactly. It's like, uh, 
So that's where we're at right now on that. Maybe play it a little. I think it's supposed to be like in the 60s next week. Yeah. So. Yeah. That might be a better time. Mm-hmm. I think they're not. I think they're out of town next no, week. Of course they are. But Why wouldn't they be? <laughs> plenty of plenty of games left. Yeah, plenty of games left. For sure. Anyway, well, if you didn't want to. Oh, you want to do it? I guess we got to talk about video games. Uh, specifically new releases. So, like, you know, if you don't want to sit in the weather this weekend, be cold. If you're in upstate New York, you could sit inside and play these new games. We had the same segue, so I appreciate it. Uh, number one, Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker saga. Didn't realize that came out. Have seen some funny uh, little tidbits. Looks on like it. the best fighting game I've seen in a while. <laughs> uh, number two, Chrono Cross, the Radical Dreamers edition for the PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Number three, Demio for the uh, sorry Demio PC edition for guess what the PC. Number four, Green Hell VR for the Quest. Number five, Slipstream for the PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Number six, Advance Wars 1 and 2 Reboot Camp, which I think actually got delayed and it isn't out, so ignore my own list. And number seven, Dream Vibe for the PC. Uh, sorry, I got sidetracked by the Green Hell thing. Okay. Green Hell. Green Hell. Yeah, I got nothing. Um, Star Wars Skywalker Saga. Yeah. Looks interesting. Saw some funny, you know, the idle character animations. Yes. The lightsaber one. Yeah, there's the lightsaber one. And then there's the one with Anakin and Darth Vader. I don't, think put, I, saw, I don't think I saw that one. If you bring in young Anakin with Darth Vader, Anakin will be like, oh, your suit's so cool. I want one. And then Darth Vader will go, patience, child, patience. <laughs> Was it? It's Obi Wan, right? That has the the saber problem. Anakin, like the the episode three version of Anakin does. Oh, it's the three version. Okay, because yeah, I, I knew they were in Tatooine and they were in the whatever, but I couldn't tell. He like pulls it out and it's they... red, and then he he whacks yeah, it like and it turns to blue, like, and he's uh, like, ah. Uh. <laughs> uh. No, I saw the green the green hell VR thing, and green hell is the the green hell is the nickname for uh, the Nuremberg ring. Oh, and I was like, oh, I, now they related? No, oh, okay, no. Apparently, it's like some jungle thing. Nam, some jungle could be, could be. There was tigers. Is there tigers in Vietnam? I don't know. Uh, you know what? Sure, sounds about right. I Bengal need to check tigers, something real quick. I no, it's in here. Okay, all right then. All right. Uh, what are you feeling, Todd's evens? You know what? Might be a short one. There's not much that we would want to talk about. Everything we'd want to talk about is probably towards the end, and everything we want to talk about usually is probably happening in the next couple weeks. Yeah. So let's talk about number one, Microsoft. I'll take odds. Fair. Just for you know, mixing it up. You've had. You've had the odds for a while. Well, I'm an odd person. You know, it's fair. That's what I always say about you. It's a fair assessment. It's just, that's par for the course. Number one, Microsoft is under scrutiny from the European Union's antitrust regulators. Reuters reports it has seen a questionnaire issued to firms that seeks out potential areas for concern. If any are identified, it could lead to a formal investigation into Microsoft. 
The questionnaire is believed to have been prompted by complaints about Microsoft's cloud practices from four European companies. The questionnaire said, quote, The commission has information that Microsoft may be using its potentially dominant position in certain software markets to foreclose competition regarding certain cloud computing services. End quote. Standard Weird. operating procedure. Yeah, more just you want to threaten them and get yeah. them to back down a little bit. Yeah. But I, I'm curious what the service specifically is because there are three Some... three giants in cloud with multiple others sitting in B tier. Um, you talking about the ones that complained? Well, they said four companies. Was it other cloud companies complaining? Yeah, they listed them out. Um, I didn't recognize any of them. I think the majority of them were French. So, I don't know. Croissant Cloud. <laughs> Baguette Beignet, Cloud. Yeah, Beignet Cloud. <laughs> Eiffel Cloud. <laughs> <laughs> He's on the move, Cloud. That's, oh. a, that's, a, that's another reference that I don't even think you got. French are going to hate us. Already hate us. That's probably true. I put um, with a couple of French people. No. French Canadian. Oh, French Canadian. They're, <laughs> they're mildly <laughs> okay. <laughs> a boot. <laughs> hey? The, the, one of the guys dropped an A yesterday. Dude, I don't I, know what it is. When a Canadian person genuinely drops an A, I fucking lose it. I, I almost went, holy shit, he actually did it. Because <laughs> uh, he doesn't normally do it. Mm-hmm. It just randomly, he was he was in the flow of conversation, and he just said something, something A, and I was like, I think I think they genuinely like when they're talking to like actively try Americans to like, strip and stuff it out. Yeah, they actively try to like censor themselves. I had that moment where I looked like Andy, Chris Pratt's character yeah. from from Parks and Rec, where he's just doing the <laughs> <laughs> just uh, so shocked that somebody actually said it. So fantastic, jealous. You can you can catch up every now and then with stuff like a boot. Mm-hmm. It's not usually that pronounced, yeah. but you can catch it with a couple of U's and O's and stuff in there where you hear it come through a little bit. Mm-hmm. But the A is just so yeah, yeah. Eh, hey, <laughs> so good. <laughs> uh, Belarusian studio Wargaming has announced that it will cease operations of its of its businesses in Russia and Belarus. The World of Tanks maker has transferred the management of its live games businesses in the two territories to Lesta Studio, formerly Wargaming St. Petersburg, which is no longer affiliated with it. Uh, Wargaming says it will not profit from this process and expects to suffer substantial losses as a result of the decision. It has also started the process of closing its offices located in Minsk. Uh, Wargaming's live service games will remain available in Russia and Belarus, but will operate by Lesta Studios moving forward. So they're two separate entities. Interesting. I don't know. Uh, I'm sure there's a, a logistical reason. I'm slightly more closer to it because obviously world of warships and i still kind of follow the i don't play it anymore but i still kind of follow the community i'm still on the subreddits and stuff like that a lot of questions on that one because uh like world of warships for example the studio that 
um, that took lead on that game, I'm pretty sure, is Wargaming St. Petersburg. So everyone's like, what's going on? Like, what's this mean for all these games? And they haven't really said. They've just kind of, that's, this is all they've said. It's still just kind of like a weird, I mean, I, I get it, but I don't fully get, need, need more information. My, uh, my tinfoil hat theory. Ooh, here we go. Is that they didn't want the bad PR. For already being a Belarusian company. Yes. So they split it in two separate entities, hoping to avoid the bad PR. But I'm sure if you dug deep enough, both entities are probably owned by the same people. Oh, yeah, for sure. So same name on the lease, just a different name on the building. Exactly. So they can like claim the good PR. We'll see. I, they're definitely going to have to make another statement. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah. Because, we'll like, I mean, a lot of their operations are based out of, well, obviously, all of all of their shit's based out of Russia and Belarus. So. Yeah. Which is what happens. Number three. A new Monkey Island game has been announced with the series' original co-creator, Ron Gilbert, returning to lead the project. Return to Monkey Island is currently in development at Lucasfilm Games. You guys remember that place? And will publish under Devolver Digital sometime in 2022. You have any... Uh, Tied to Super Monkey Ball? No. Okay, here do I. I enjoy watching speedruns of it. Because the people that are really good at it are... You just get confused watching yeah. it. But they're really good. People seem to be uh, hyped about it. So there's a lot of people that really like it because I, I think it it has the it's a good casual game, but at the top end it can also be a very good speedrun competitive style game mm. for you know finishing levels the fastest, finding out how to mess with physics and jump off of like entire courses essentially. But at the same time, it's like a tilt puzzle game that's just more. Hmm. It's just a weird one to bring back. You know what I mean? What else is Lucasfilm doing? know what i mean uh i didn't even think they still existed to be completely honest with exactly no nor did i think devolver would be the one publishing a lucasfilm game yeah that is kind of suspect but i guess i mean devolver has been kind of uh they've been all over the place they've been technically killing it lately they've published a lot of badass quality games oh yeah i feel like they've been slowly like Moving up the ladder, too, as far as, uh, you know, they're not just... They kind of had a rap for a while as being like a... I don't know how to describe it. Like, they publish and make games that are like, you know, B B games or something like that. Yeah. But since they started doing their E3 showing, Mm -hmm. they've, like, turned it up year after year after year. Not just the E3 show, but, like, the products they release as well. Oh, yeah. Ah, good for Devolver Digital. Don't really care about Monkey Ball or Monkey Island. Yeah, I don't really care about that, but props to Devolver. Shout out. What was that? Jesus, almost spiked my iPad. Uh, Monkey Bone. Monkey Bone. I think that's what it was called. That fucking wacky Brendan Fraser movie. I'm pretty sure it's Monkey Bone. Look that up later. Um, number four. What do you think it's about? 
I don't know. I don't remember. It was so wacky that I don't even remember. It's not the one where he's a caveman, right? No, that's uh, that's um, what is that called? But that's not the one. I don't remember what that one's called either. Okay, uh, Monkey Bone is that movie. It looks wacky, right? It looks terrible. Yes. Correct. Life could not be better for cartoonist Stu Miley. He has created a hit comic strip featuring Monkey Bone, a petulant rascal with a penchant for wise cracks and racy antics. Stu, happy and in love with his beautiful girlfriend, Julie, is on the ellipsis, ellipsis, ellipsis. I'm not clicking into that and reading the rest of the description. Uh, it's probably a wise decision, really. Chris Kattan was in that movie. Chris Kattan. He played organ donor Stu. Chris Kattan is the uh, often forgotten, one of the forgotten people from Night at the Roxbury. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's the SNL guy. Yeah. I know the name, but I couldn't couldn't place where I knew it from. Um, I think I saw that in theaters with my mom and my brother. Monkey Bone? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, uh, yeah. 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 I'm pretty sure I remember walking out and my mom being like, that's the worst movie I've ever seen. Uh. Anyways. Encino Man? Encino Man. Yes. That's the yes. Oh, my God. You know what I watched the other day? And- we, we just going to be clear. Brendan Fraser's been in two movies called Encino Man and Monkey Bone. Uh, we watched a couple weeks ago Blast from the Past. Is that what it's called? Blast from the Past? Where he's like, uh, his him and his parents go into the bomb shelter. Oh, and like I think he, so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, we watched that. Pretty good movie, actually. Just a fun little, you know, fun little romp. <laughs> Speaking of movies and really weird ones, yeah. I was explaining Godzilla King of the Monsters to somebody today. Movie podcast now. And like, I, I've got to watch that. And I was like, just understand it's shit. The plot lines make no sense and they're absurd. Yeah. But watch it with my description running in your head and you're going to have a great time. Godzilla. Don't pause it to go to the bathroom. Apparently, they're going to... Just gonna... trust me. Just come back. You won't have missed anything. They'll be on a new plot point. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, they're doing another uh, Godzilla versus King Kong. Oh, round two? Yep. So we have that to look. I still to. haven't seen the first one. It's in my it's in my movie list, but I haven't watched it yet. Because we were supposed to sh- do shots, we were supposed to drink to Godzilla, <laughs> or we were supposed to no, we were supposed to drink to Godzilla, and then we were also supposed to drink to old kung fu movies. Yeah, yeah. The kung fu movie one is gonna ruin us probably more than the Godzilla one. Probably. We still need to do that though. I'm down. I'm for, I am down. Godzilla down for making Sam absolutely hate us. Godzilla might be pretty rough too, though. Depends on what the rules are because there's the tr- there's tropes in both, but you can have seeing how like the old kung fu movies are just fighting all of the time. So you can if you're like, oh man, gets thrown through plate glass window mm-hmm. seventeen times in one fight could happen, and then the next fight starts yeah. in a factory that's a glass factory and happens again. But something you like, have to do like back to back shots if 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 someone like rips a button organ out. 
using the claw grip. Ooh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, if an eye gets poked at all. Yeah. Or a throat chop. But I would take uh, somebody saying, like, run, it's Godzilla, that's a shot. Somebody gets eaten, but they're clearly alone. I think they made the mistake of wandering alone. Dad. Yeah, you could do some weird shit. All right, I guess we should continue on. Uh, Number four. Ubisoft has announced Rainbow Six Mobile. The wait is over, Nate. You can you can finally relax. A competitive FPS title in which players compete in five v five matches. The shooter's development team was formed was formed independently to focus on its production and is based out of Montreal. The team went on to say that this title will not affect the development of its console counterpart, Rainbow Six Siege. Live tests for the title are slated to begin within the next few weeks. What okay. everyone wanted. Yeah. Ubisoft killing it with things that people want. There's so much Ubisoft love in this podcast. And if by love, you mean giant piles of horse shit. Uh, seeing how we're continuing down this trend, I'm going to skip and go right to Ubisoft again. That's fair. You could do that. We Because we're, we're talking about how much everybody loves what they do. So I feel like it's only right that we bring this up now. Yeah, sure. Uh, And Ubisoft is no longer making content for Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Breakpoint, including its controversial NFTs. The official Ghost Recon Twitter account confirmed that March saw the final update for the game, although servers for both Breakpoint and its predecessor, Wildlands, will continue to be maintained. Ubisoft's messaging thanks all Ghost Recon Breakpoint players who claimed their first digits, which is Ubisoft's term for its NFTs, adding, quote, you own a piece of the game and have left your mark in its history, end quote. The final digit for Breakpoint was released on March 17th, just three months after Ubisoft announced it would be adding NFTs into the game. One of the most common sales pitches for NFTs is the ability to use your items in other games, although there is no word on whether this will apply to digits sold on Breakpoint. There's like so much, I, but it's just like it's, it's, it's levels that we've gone through before, of of this conversation on this podcast. So I don't want to go through it again. But how stupid do the people at Ubisoft have to be, or how how little do they think of you as the consumer? To not see right through this bullshit. Uh, Got to get that money. How are you as a consumer so stupid that you let people that are dumber than you swindle you? I I don't even, I don't know. I don't know. Ubisoft's by far the worst right now. The worst. Oh, you want a piece of the game? You want a piece of the history? Shut the fuck up. It has no monetary value anymore. Do you think, I mean, I know the answer to this, but I'm going to ask it just for the sake of the conversation and this podcast. Uh, What odds do you think you give that... uh, Ubisoft makes these digits portable into other games. What scale would you like me to use? 
<laughs> amount of bananas out of the traditional 100. How many hot dogs versus the amount Joey Chestnut eats in 12 minutes? Whatever scale you'd like. A simple no would also suffice. <laughs> I'll give it one Alex Horn becoming Taskmaster out of five failed contestants getting disqualified. Okay. There you've had it. Go watch Taskmaster. Taskmaster. You'll like it. Uh, for the layman that hasn't watched that yet, that is a one in 100 chance. <laughs> I don't even like... I don't know. I'm morbidly specifically one percent. I'm morbidly curious uh, about what Ubisoft's going to do next, as far as their just. I'm morbid. I'm morbid. Morbidly curious in the way that it might be morbid for whatever their future is. Yeah, I kind of feel like they have like the company as a whole has like dementia or something. Like they're just. I think they have split personality syndrome. They're like wandering, like they're living their lives normal. And then all of a sudden, like they just walk out of the house. I think it's, I think it's two things. I think it's dementia mixed with, uh, what's his name's character from split. Oh yeah. Like, uh, was it like dissociative personalities or something? Or, yeah, he just has or whatever. like 17 different personalities inside yeah. of them. But yeah. he also just forgets that anybody else exists at any time or what he's doing and just mm-hmm. like, yeah. 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 Ubisoft. Keeping it real. Keeping it something. They are keeping it something. And there's one thing they're keeping it it's something. <laughs> All right, Minecraft has launched Rivercraft, a new world that aims to teach children about the negative impacts of flooding and climate change. It features three games to help children understand environmental issues with managing flooding, flood prevention, and our local environment. The world was developed in collaboration with the sustainability advocacy nonprofit Environment Agency and digital youth engagement organization Block Builders. Microsoft doing Microsoft things. I like the the sentiment. Yeah, that's kind of like I feel that way about everything that I see in the same vein where it's like that's a really nice sentiment, but like Is it gonna land? Yeah, like it's not gonna get the massive outreach that you know I don't know if they're hoping for that, but it's just not going to get that massive outreach. And besides, if you really wanted to show it off, go into people's creative worlds or anything where you know that they're a young player and they've like done all this work and start just spawning water at the top of any of their projects and flood and destroy it and go, now that's what happens. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as you started talking, I was like, he's going to go natural disasters. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You just flood their world and go, sup. Sup. Figure it out. This is going to happen to you in real life. You don't figure this shit figure out. Figure it out. We're going to keep going until you figure it out. <laughs> you just see the one floating dev just staring at you with a with the uh, water block in his hand. Just puts another one down, stares at you. 
And you're like, uh, 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 lava, grand. All right, do that. Lava, lava, lava. And then he's just looking at you. He's like, hmm, I see. Two more water blocks. <laughs> <laughs> you chose poorly. <laughs> Number seven. THQ Nordic will be hosting a digital showcase on Friday, August 12th. The yeah okay August twelfth well for some reason I went I was like August twelfth isn't a Friday I was thinking of like next week and it's April so that's where my brain is. It's funny you should say that because uh, they did this announcement and I was like why are they announcing it so far out? Because THQ Nordic they let you know ahead of time because mm. they got big plans for hundred and eight games. Okay, all right. The virtual show will be live streamed on YouTube, Twitch, and Steam. Steam at three p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. In the video unveiling the content, THQ Nor... Wait, wait, what the fuck? (laughs) THQ showcased... You have a stroke? Uh, Showcased some of its portfolio with a separate save-the-date announcement saying the publisher will be providing updates on games like Outcast 2, A New Beginning, and Jagged Alliance 3 and present several brand new games. So, hey, more games are coming. Yeah, THQ. Doing their thing. They got hundreds of games just sitting in places. And so we're going to give you about four. And then we'll get you some more later. Feast on these four for now. It's just your appetizer. Nom, 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 nom. Okay. Gremlin? Yeah. Losing it over here. Oh, my mind is lost. Uh... All right, number eight, Tomb Raider Studio. Uh, Tomb Raider Studio Crystal Dynamics has hired Jeff Ross as its new design director. Ross the joins, comedian? No. Ross joins <laughs> after a seven-month stint at Mortal Kombat maker NetherRealm Studios, where he held the position of design manager. Prior to that, he spent almost 15 years working at Bend Studio where he rose to become game director for a PlayStation-exclusive PlayStation Days Gone. This is that guy that was complaining I about heard that. It. I, was I heard that did well. Yeah. Did great. Yeah, I heard he didn't get canned. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> get wrecked. Uh, he also worked at The Collective, Rockstar Vancouver, Sony Computer Entertainment America. It's unclear which project he has been hired for, but it's known that Crystal Dynamics is supporting development on the Perfect Dark, Dark reboot and working on a new Tomb Raider powered by Unreal Engine 5, which I, for some reason, decided to say, hey, by the way, Tomb Raider is being developed on Unreal Engine 5. Brain farts, man. I mean, hey, listen, sometimes you forget what you wrote literally a sentence before. I understand. Sometimes. Sometimes you're grabbing articles and researching, and you're like, did I remember to do that? And then you go back and you reinsert it, and oh, wait, I already had it in there. Hmm, hmm. Case in Life. point. Life. Case in point. Uh, yeah. I, I, Unreal Engine 5 taking over everything. Good. That is good. 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 That is good. Uh, I am intrigued. Well, I don't know. Is intrigued the right word? I don't know what a new Tomb Raider means. Because the last one was kind of eh. end of the world-ish. Mm. And like put her into like a kind of retiring state so i don't know what you do without like can we not 
try to bring about the end of the world again. I think other people also have that same sentiment because I've seen it brought up and they did clarify that it is not a remake. I mean, that's fine that it's not a remake, but like and not, then, a, not a galactic <clears throat> battle either would be great. <clears throat> like actually give me more Indiana Jones vibe. And then one of the main writers said that uh, they wanted to move away from the whole daddy issue thing. Yeah, she had a lot of daddy issues. And then she was like just murdering everybody. Cool. There's a lot of murder. Wow. Dark past. But she was murdering to to stop the murderers. So does that... Is it murdering? Is it murdering? I ask myself that every day. Um, have you, you probably haven't been watching Moon Knight at all. No, not yet. They tried down similar paths on that one. Yeah, I'm sure they do. It's the old, it's the old you know, like, it's the minority report thing. Another obscure reference. Um, you know, like, if, if, you, if you look into the future and you know someone... If you see the future, well, it's the Hitler. It's the Hitler paradox. It is. It's the Hitler paradox. All right. So I look into your future, Nate, and I see that you're going to murder Obama, and I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. That's all I got. You keep going. Explain the rest of the paradox. And I'm like, oh, that's no good. I should take Nate out before he does that. But you didn't do it yet. So, like, are you really guilty of a crime? You know, it's that whole paradox. Yeah. So do you go back in time and strangle baby Hitler? Maybe. I mean, it's probably a good idea, really. But I, I'll make the Sark joke. <laughs> I'll make the Sark joke. <laughs> that would get us in trouble. <laughs> you know what it is, right? Yeah. <laughs> if you really wanted to stop. <laughs> uh, what are my favorite jokes? I love that joke. Because it's just absurdist. It is. And it's always brought up with the whole Baby Hitler thing. Hmm. Everyone, I don't know. Everyone loves talking about Baby Hitler. The little Hitler. Good skit. Plus, guy, where's your desk? I need that Czechoslovakian boy's <laughs> desk as well. Now it's my problem. <clears throat> Never gets old. No, it doesn't. In fact, I'll probably turn it on after this because now I just I got to hear it again. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, number nine. According to a new report from Kotaku, the next Ghost Recon title codenamed Over <laughs> it is currently working currently. Oh, wow. Currently in the works at Wildlands and Breakpoint developer Ubisoft Paris. Apparently, the game has already been in development for over a year and could possibly launch before the end of fiscal year 2023. Kotaku also reiterates that Ghost Recon Frontline has undergone a major reset and is unlikely to launch anytime soon. And if you were shocked by that news, oh, I have whatever that saying is. I got a bridge in the middle of the ocean to sell you. I don't remember what the saying is. (laughs) Something Uh, about being gullible and giving away money. Uh, Over is funny as a code name. Yeah. Yeah. Also, you already had Frontline. Mm-hmm. What the fuck are you doing? I bet they're going to do the same thing that they're rumored to be doing with Assassin's Creed. Oh, I was going to say with The Division. Or so. Well, I mean, The Division is really doing the same thing. As we're into this, all Ubisoft titles from here on forward. Yeah. So you have all these titles that have a live service game planned, and they're like, oh, wait, it's taking too long, so let's put out like a little thing. <laughs> I, like that. I like that a live service game plan, which is meant to be... Like time gated and everything, it's like okay. it's taking too long. Yeah, what? 
it just goes to show that when we saw Frontline from that trailer, and we both went, what the fuck are they, what are they doing? Are they just letting anybody make anything now? Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, Ubisoft. Back to the old uh, 17 personalities and dementia. They hey. honestly probably greenlit over forgetting Frontline was a thing. And then the guys at Frontline went, hey, hey, hey. And they're like, oh. Shit. <laughs> Damn. Our did bad. we, did we Our... do, do we do that? Are we do we the... say you got to keep going? Are we the baddies? <laughs> <laughs> More Nazi jokes. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> hey, if that last story didn't make you angry, this one will. Activision Blizzard is turning all of its temporary and contingent QA workers in the U.S. to full-time employees with full benefits. The move affects nearly 1,100 people, and the publisher is also raising the minimum hourly pay for those positions to $20 an hour as of April 17th. Activision Publishing, in particular, will see its headcount swell by 25% as a result of the move. Uh, converting part-time staff to full-time employees was a key demand made by Raven's uh, Software's QA team in December when it began a two-month strike that ended with a vote in favor of unionization. This is the part that's going to make you mad. An Activision Blizzard representative told Bloomberg, Bloomberg that the minimum pay will not apply to Raven QA workers who voted for unionization. Quote, due to a legal obligation under the National Labor Relations Act, end quote. The other fun part of this was the statement they put out when they announced this, and it was basically an underhanded statement saying, hey, this is what you get when you work directly with us instead of trying to form unions. So they, they, uh, they're being dicks. They're being dicks. It's the old, yes, yes, yes. No, 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 we do good. We do good. Not you. We do good. Yes. Yeah, basically. So it's a, it's a good move with a very heavy PR spin. It's while a simultaneous while simultaneously being a bad move. Yes. It's a very backhanded like we we see we're losing, you know, this this uh mindshare situation. So let's try to switch the narrative. The Senate does not recognize <laughs> the representative <laughs> From the representative from the uh, union at Raven. Little, little uh, Star Wars for you. What has the world come to? Disappointment. Disappointment. You've heard it here first, folks. Number 11. Lego and Epic Games. My tablet just went, what the? What is <laughs> I got him. Number 11, Lego and Epic Games have announced a new long-term collaboration to develop a children-focused metaverse. I don't like that sentence. (laughs) I, in Uh, fact, hate that sentence. When are we going to go back to getting good news? Both said that they will form a family-friendly digital experience to provide minors the tools to become confident creators. I hate this story so far. 
please fix it. They went on to say that they will allow three principles to ensure child safety for these new digital spaces. The well-being and safety of minors will be prioritized. Privacy will be safeguarded by putting their best interests first, money. Children and adults alike will be urged to have control over their digital experience. I hate all of this. Yes. Let's move on. Okay. I don't, I don't even want to continue down that. Just that just sound the whole thing sounds terrible. It is. It's an absolutely awful idea. There's a solid chance I would sue them if I could. Lego and, and Epic for exploiting children. Hopefully someone does sue them. Or I don't know, some someone like the EU is like, nah nah nah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that Belgian EU is gonna come at him again. <laughs> Get him. Go Belgian, go. <laughs> We believe in you. <laughs> you can do it. Uh, number two. <laughs> you can do it. Bite his fucking face off or whatever the, <laughs> whatever the water boy line is. Uh, uh, number 12. The first two entries in the Max Payne series are being remade for PC, Xbox Series, and PS5. Weren't we just talking about Max Payne? We were. Look at us go. We are just it's almost like we speak things into existence. All right, now if we could get that resistance remake, that'd be I, great. I need a billion dollars. Oh, that's not going to happen. Oh, uh, resistance is dead. I've said that for too long now to like. Yeah, bring it's it going to be like the I use my powers thing. against you. I'm sorry. It's going to be the genie thing where like you know you say I want a million dollars, but you get a million dollars in monopoly money. Oh yeah, or the old. Uh, all right, you get one. You can ha- you get one wish. You can have anything you want. I want resistance to come back. Okay, uh, you get two wishes, <laughs> or whatever that that one is, where like, the kid asks for something absolutely ridiculous, and he goes, "Okay, but not that." Uh, the remakes will be released as a single package and are being developed by original series creators, Remedy Entertainment, using the studio's Northlight engine. Rockstar is funding the project which will, quote, be in line with the typical Remedy AAA game production, end quote, in terms of scope and polish. A release window has not yet been revealed. I'll be intrigued to see what it looks like, but until then, whatever. Yeah. I'm glad someone, I, I saw the the news story on Reddit, and I, one of the first comments, and I'm so glad that someone brought it, was like, I can't wait to get massively frustrated walking a tightrope on umbilical cords or whatever again oh yeah with the fucking bloody murder scream that happens when you fall off yep yeah those the basically worse well wilhelm screams yeah uh i also messed up the meme and i don't want to i don't want to explain a meme because you never should have to explain a meme but it's the santa one yeah the the one where it's like i want a dragon and they're like ah ha ha no are like, yeah, no, what do you like, really want? And it's like, oh, I want a fucking PlayStation 5. And like, okay, right, what color, what color dragon? dragon do you yeah, want? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's that, but with yeah. with resistance for Matt. Mm. I want resistance. Or like, yeah. <laughs> I want Ghost of Tsushima too. All right, no, come on. Like, what do you really want? Resistance to come back. Okay, what do you want Ghost of Tsushima to be like? <laughs> <laughs> what color do you want your samurai? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Nobu. That was the name of one yep. of the horses. Nobu was one of them. Um, not, a I, ga- not a Gake. 
I think my I think the one that you know how you know how you get the one that like your first one dies like halfway through the yeah, game I or think, whatever. I think that that one was, was Nobu for me. I think. I think that one was also Nobu for me. Mm-hmm. And then I believe we chose two different ones in the second. Yeah, one. yeah. Which I don't remember that one. I feel like I chose something with like an I. Maybe. It's pretty common in Japanese language, but it's <laughs> the A. Uh, so is A. <laughs> it wasn't Eero. It wasn't. I'm going to have to look it up. But yeah, I'm pretty sure Nobu was my first one as well. Ah, uh, good old Nobu. Yeah. He was a good boy. The fact that they force kill your horse. I know. That made me so upset. I'd like Of all the things in that game, sure, I, di- I dishonored my grandfather. I murdered a lot of Mongols. Uh, but <laughs> you killed my horse? Yeah, he went out like a champ, too, though. He was like... Nori's lucky I couldn't get that fucking paddle star thing out of his hands because I'd have been running around with a staff wheel and asshole just murdering people. Yeah. <sighs> had it been had it been my grandfather that killed that horse, he would have died in that rose in that <laughs> in that ceremony. Uh and not honorably either. Technically honorable was killing him. Yeah. And I chose dishonor by letting him live. But Anger would have fueled me. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. How would you dishonorably? Dishonorably kill him? I just you disgrace him. Yeah, you poison him or something. Yeah, yeah. It w- it wouldn't be an honorable death. Yeah. And technically, him giving up anyway isn't. I don't see as honorable. There you go. But he a bitch. 
Oh, we must use the the old ways to fight them. You want to lose, old man? <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to win. Uh, My name is Jin Sakai, and I am here to fucking win this shit. Now get out of my way. Classic. Meanwhile, you send the rest of our army across the bridge and all die to poison. Shocked Pikachu face. (laughs) Anyway, number 13. World of Warcraft's next big expansion is going to be all about dragons. And I swear if all chat is next expansion is Dragon D's nuts, I'm gonna be pissed. I've said that so much this this uh, past week. For some it's reason. the one thing that like I am going I'm going to potentially just like leave guilds and servers if it gets too bad. Just like that's it. I'm gonna go play in my own server with blackjack and hookers. Like I'm not dealing with this. <laughs> We're watching an anime that deals with four dragons, and every time like dragon instead, I go dragon D's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> but like I've not really watched the anime I've sort of like half asleep on the couch so oh, you're like, just like from like you just hear it and you just kind of like wake up you're like these nuts so like dragging these nuts <laughs> right back to sleep yeah basically <laughs> uh, according to the folks at Wowhead they found several references to WoW Dragonflight within the public source code of the World of Warcraft website, including references to base, heroic, and epic version pre-purchases. The code also includes reference to a new website, dragonflight.blizzard.com, which is currently inactive. Previous data mining has unveiled various dragon-related items, including a mount, a pet, and some spells. Tell us more. Uh... How much more do you want to know? Do you want me to like tell you everything that's going to happen? Do you want me to predict? Do you want me to... Um, is there because anything... This, this would be the earliest like prediction of anything. Because their event is happening in two weeks? Yeah, fuck it. Let's do do a I prediction. What do you What do you think is going to happen? What, uh, or what do you... Narrow it down a little, a little bit for me. Like... Like, do I think the next expansion is dragons, or like, what do I think? That well, you've means? already, you, I think you've already mentioned the dragons thing before. Well, the dragon thing has been going around for for a while, ten years. Okay, like everybody's been jerking off a dragon expansion, but there's been no true like. I saw the photo way to get there. Yeah, I saw the photos of like from like I don't know some dev blog or something. I saw that. That depends like, on what you're talking about. On someone's desk, they had like a oh, the old like hidden image thing type of yeah, whatever. the yeah. Dragonflight thing. Yeah, the Xbox Series X was in the whole. What do you What do you anticipate it's going to be? What do you expect it? What do you think it's going to be about? Or I think about I don't know. Okay, I have a feeling that it's going to be the old. It's gonna be an old god situation. No. That's always still a break glass scenario in case of old gods. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we run out of ideas, old god. Right, but I'm pretty sure we've, in theory, according to them, killed all of them until they make another one for us to fight. Yeah. Like, when oh, Return like of Cthune. <laughs> Who the fuck's this guy? Honestly, how they haven't done a Return of Cthune in 17, 18 years now, I'm surprised. Like, scaling AQ-40, the first raid. Mm-hmm. or the, Not the first raid, but the first, like, massive raid like scale it up to modern day and let people go nuts like would be really interesting like put some new flavor in it and be like 
I don't know. Old gods, man. <laughs> Cthulhu two. Back. Too soon. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. <laughs> um, I could see them doing what they did with Covenants again. Which I saw a lot of talk about There's that. a lot of talk because there'd be four dragon. Like the thought is, okay, there's four dragon flights and then you bind to a dragon flight and mm-hmm. then you get to do this all again. And it's like, don't do this to me. <laughs> well, here's the thing. The covenant system is okay. Now uh-huh. it was dog ass on launch and up to like 9.1.5. Mm-hmm. But now that they've removed all the things that everybody told them to remove from the beginning, it's okay. So if they just if we take it, which they never do, this yeah, is the other, this is the yeah. other issue with them. They this never is the take, pie in the sky, like this is what. Yeah, they never take their what good they ideas. should do versus what will happen. Yeah, they never take their good ideas at the end of the expansion and go, oh yeah, yeah, well let's just keep that going forward. They're like, ha ha, no, revert that. We're stupid again. <laughs> do it all over. <laughs> Re-engineer the wheel. Ah, oh, this time I'm going to start with a uh, a triangle, not even not even a square. Triangles. Like why why, um. So. That's one of the theories. The yeah. theories is we, you know, bind to covenants or we yeah. ally with certain dragon flights. Mm-hmm. Dragon flights, covenants. We gain powers based on yada yada and whatever. Because th- that's the thing. There's got to be a, bar- a borrowed power system somewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, I personally like the idea if they're freely swappable, it's like, no, you just get to bind with the dragons. None of them make you feel bad for choosing another one. You are here to just ally with the dragons, and then you get to go party around for like, yo, this is the uh, uh, bronze dragonflight dungeon. It's like, let's go be the bronze dragonflight, and you gain bonuses for being in like that dungeon. Like, make make it rewarding to be in there, but don't make it feel like ass to switch between them. Yeah, so something a little bit more straightforward. Yeah, which is kind of where we are now in nine point two. Don't. Do I? I'm okay if the story is just like dragons have shown back up. They're not technically gone. They technically do still exist, mm-hmm. but like there hasn't been a big baddie. The whole thing has been like Galakron coming back and running, running amok, which would be fun because they haven't really truly had an expansion with him in it. Uh, so I like the idea that just kind of we've been gone long enough. Like we've basically literally vanished and left mm-hmm. for. Years while dealing literally in the realm of death. That was big red, big red axe. Yeah, I think it was that my my backup file isn't connected. Yeah, that's what it usually is. Sounds right. Um, but we've been gone in the realm of death for just who knows. And every now and then you'll see you if you were somebody like if you were a typical villager in like Stormwind or Orgrimmar, you'd see your hero. Your basic just god walking through town. He'd pop out of a portal. He'd probably run over to the auction house. Then he'd run back to the portal and pop back to the realm of death. And you're like, <laughs> what the fuck? fuck's he doing? Whatever. Like, and you, but you just, that would just be like happening all the time. Be like, mm-hmm. they've really only come here for the bank and the, the auction house. Anybody ever seen them do anything like around this <laughs> world? Nah, man. Realm of death. Like, what's going on in there? And just like, what? Like, I I would love to sit in a tavern in any of these towns and just have them be utterly like the 
common folk have to be just utterly fucking confused. <laughs> what do you mean the realm of death is an issue? I thought we fixed that during Ice Crown. <laughs> huh? I wasn't even alive then. <laughs> like, just <laughs> all this random shit. So, however they want to do it, I'm hoping it's more just like dragons are a thing and that kind of the vacation vibe. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be the vacation vibe, but kind of the vacation vibe. But essentially, in a Ghost of Christmas Past scenario, you get visited by all the dragon flights mm-hmm. as you're just kind of like randomly questing. You're like, oh, hey, you're that really powerful insert class here. You should come help us. And then the red dragonfly shows up. Like, you should really come help us. And then the next is like bronze, black, green, red, whatever, all show up. And they're like, you should really come help us. And it's like this whole thing of them all having their own. They're, they're not inner fighting, but they're having their own, like trying to stop a thing that they know is happening type of thing. Like, mm-hmm. oh, there's some whatever prismatic dragon or something that's like just gone insane. And they're like, uh, basically a Deathwing scenario where it's like, yeah. he's going to cause a lot of issues and we're kind of all here to try to help like make it work. But like, yeah, you should come hang out with us and like help us out type of thing. So it's then, then it's just like, oh, hey, oh, do you need my power right now? Yeah, here you go. And they like breathe fire on you or whatever and you get that power. They vomit. <laughs> like a baby bird. Yeah, they got to yeah. throw up in your mouth. <laughs> so yeah, that's the... That's kind of what I would like to see. And then don't get rid of tier sets. Keep tier sets. Bring Master Loot back. I understand you can't bring Master Loot back, so just make tier drop a little bit more frequently because dropping tier right now is ass. Give a little bit of loot protection. That'd be nice. But those are all just like... Mm -hmm. So nothing like crazy, kind of like a... uh... Don't add a new class. For the love of God, do not add a new class. People are like, oh, yeah, new class. Because, you know, you get to play as, like, a dragon. Maybe you get to play as, like, a dragonborn. And that's, like, a thing. I'm like, race, fine. Class, no. They can't balance the ones they already have. Don't add a new one. It's not even power creep. It's It's power creep in a different way. Yeah. It's like, you can add a new race. That'd be fine. Like, oh, cool, you're a little dragon guy. And you get to sprout, like, wings and flap for a little bit. Or, you know, whatever. Like, you you have an attack to breathe fire that does, like technically insignificant damage Mm -hmm. but you can breathe fire for a little bit okay cool like kind of cool even if you had a thing where it's like you're your own uh campfire so you can cook just like in your like without summoning a campfire to do the the cooking profession breathe on your food yeah you just sit there kind of like hold on to it and you're like oh look it's cooked perfect (laughs) like that would be kind of funny it'd be kind of cool um so some stuff like that. So I'd be fine with seeing like Dragonborn as a playable playable race and similar to Pandas, choose Alliance or Horde type of thing. But don't make this so don't make a new don't make a new class. Whether you create a new spec on an existing thing like oh, well, now uh scale mail would be like a more prevalent thing because you're hanging out with the dragons they're all scaly okay cool so like that makes sense to have a male tank well okay then add that to the shaman don't like go make another thing because you're Mm -hmm. gonna you're going to hurt yourself in the process of trying to make too many things work when's the um oh and give me baller abilities when's the uh announcement coming for this i think they were supposed to have a wow event like april 
I remember us mentioning it in their whole like, I wanna, list I, of shit. I feel like it was in like, the 20s. Yeah, but it's not it, far it off. It it's like a month or two, right? The announcement thing? Yeah. This month is April. I thought it was April. Yeah, it's like April or May. That's what... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like end of April or end of May, one of the two. Yeah. I For some reason, I had 20 in my head, but I don't think they were blazing it. So I don't <laughs> think it's 420. Blaze it. <laughs> the dragons are like fucking just like hippies. Just stoned. <laughs> yeah. Just so stoned like, all the time. Bro, you would not believe what's been happening back on Azeroth. <laughs> <laughs> This bitch. <laughs> uh, At the same time, if you just showed up to like a, if they showed you in like a, a hookah bar in Azeroth, and it's all the dragons in their human form just vibing. Yeah, you're like. Right. Anyway, yeah. All right, I gotta go. I'll talk to you guys later. And People like, would love just it. one guy gets up and leaves, and like walks outside, and then just transforms into the dragon, flies away, and then you just like, <laughs> what? Wait, did you guys know he was a dragon? What do you mean? No, we all are. And then they all leave, fly up, and you're like, "What the fuck? <laughs> what are these motherfuckers smoking?" <laughs> I'm so high. <laughs> I see dragons in front of me. Uh, all right. Anything else you want to talk about with uh, World of Warcraft? Nah. All right. Keep our eye on that one, as we do. Um. Now for some short stuff. Uh, Unreal has formally launched Unreal Engine 5, which means it's now available to all developers. Uh, Niantic has acquired augmented reality specialist NZXR for an undisclosed sum. The crown prince of Saudi Arabia, you know, the same dude who had a journalist killed a couple of years ago. He's acquired 96% stake in the King of Fighters developer SNK via his electronic gaming development company. Two Point Campus has been delayed. No. From May 17th to August 9th to better Ooh. optimize. But okay. Yeah. I still have things I got to finish, so. Yeah. Uh, SnowRunner is coming to PS5 on May 31st, in case you want to torture yourself. <laughs> um, <laughs> we got the steering wheels now. Well, yeah, steering wheels. Uh, Sniper Elite 5 <laughs> just, has just gone there, cold. Hard-locked, because your <laughs> whole thing's just shaking. They added so much to that game. I don't... I. It's insane. Like, there's so many maps now. Do you still just use the one Russian truck? I... You can, yes. Of there's course. actually another one. There's, I think there's two or three now that are kind of like OP. Ah. I mean, it's better than one. Yeah. Gives you options. Uh, well, the funny thing is, if you go on like the subreddit and stuff like that, these psychos don't use it because it's too easy. Right, right, right. Yeah, they're the guys. Even who... though like the, too easy is still still difficult. It, you have the same thing happen in, the, in Football Manager. It's Yes, it's the Elden Ring, the yeah, Souls thing. game thing, yep. yeah. It happens to Football Manager, too, where you're like, I can't keep managing Man United, PSG, Barcelona, Real Madrid. Like, they're all too easy. They have too much money. So, like, I f- have to force myself at some point to, like, drop into a, the poorest league in the world. And yeah, it, it became a conversation the other day. Somebody on the subreddit asked them, like, what do you guys do after you kind of reach this point? Like, I have stupid amount of money in the bank. My squad is full of, like, all national team gods and, like, nobody comes close to us. He's like, I don't, do I like retire from the club and go somewhere else or whatever? 
he's like i've never been able to you know really bring myself to try a trouble thing and people are like have you even finished the game if so and so hasn't won a world cup yet and like all these just <laughs> random countries and everything uh, things that are like memed, never would happen me- in in real life but they're like memed staples of happening in people's fm saves yeah. or like really obscure countries win the world cup and you're like who the fuck even are they are they even in <laughs> fifa <laughs> like the organization in the world are they allowed to compete uh games uh sniper elite 5 has gone gold Woo! dune spice wars launches in early access and i on april 26th i forgot that was a game ah uh, same Fortnite raised $144 million for Ukraine relief. The Starfield marketing train seems to be gaining steam. Don't know if you saw any of those stuff. They showed uh, some fucking companion robot. And uh, there was a bunch of other screenshots of like high-res textures and stuff like that. I just saw that I think the Mets, the Mets cleared benches, so... We'll have to check that after. Oh, my God. As metsy as it gets Can't help themselves. Uh, From Software's next game might feature a collaboration with Brandon Sanderson. Ah, Wheel of Time Boy. Black Desert Online is free to grab until April 13th. I mean, that's free to grab from $10, so. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying it's a bad deal. I'm just saying it's not much of one. Uh, Halo Infinite will at some point get content inspired by the Paramount Plus TV series with 343 Industries hoping to catch some new players among the viewership. I'm sure it'll also probably at some point have co-op. Also, Halo Infinite Season 2 will be out in May and is called Lone Wolves. Still no co-op. That's why it's called Lone Wolves. (laughs) Because you're alone. (laughs) Yeah. You're like, this is perfect. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> somebody in a board meeting what if we call it lone wolf because there's no co-op and so everybody was like ha 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 that would be pretty funny the guy at the top's like oh my god you're a genius <laughs> give him a raise <laughs> give this man a slice of pizza <laughs> uh rumor time Ooh. uh in case you didn't hate ubisoft enough oh, come on ubisoft is developing a new third person shooter ip called Pathfinder. Visually, it looks like a modified version of Hyperscape, and it is a PvPVE, because, you know, Ubisoft can make nothing but bad decisions. I'm, I'm, now I'm just... An, oh, words. Word, word, they escape me, and they don't really escape me, but I don't have enough of them to describe my current loathing of Ubisoft. That's just how far they've fallen. Like, they were the last bastion of a pedestal I had. Yep. And somehow... And then they did the old bike spoke trick <laughs> with a pickaxe, knocked their own shit down, and then dug a hole. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of wild how far they've come. How far they've fallen, I guess, the better way to they put it. They speed ran becoming shit. Yeah. Which is crazy when you're... When, when the other two big shit companies are EA, which... They've had been at it a lot longer. Yeah, they've been at the ability of being shit longer. And the current, like, you know, disliked company, which is Activision Blizzard, which is their sole problem is culture issues. They still make good games. 
Yeah. For the most part. They treat their people like shit. There's sexual harassment everywhere. And you guys also have that, but then you make shit games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, Sony may be working on proper PS3 emulation for PlayStation 5 after some backlash. Who wants this stuff? Here's here's a, I got a I got another question. Why are they surprised about backlash? I don't know, man. Why are you pigeonholing yourselves with hardware? The problem that you with know Sony full damn well you can run correctly PS3 and previous games on that architecture. The problem with Sony is they think they're Nintendo. That's the problem with Sony. They're like, oh, we're like Nintendo. You're not. Nintendo is like some weird fucking black hole where they can get away with all sorts of weird shit. You're not you're not them. Okay. <laughs> All right. I had uh, I had to process what where you were going with the they think they're Nintendo part. I was like they made a console. Nintendo made a handheld they claimed was a console. Yeah. And still do. But they do do the funky shit. Yeah. And I they, do see Sony trying to do like, ooh, we're the bad boys of console gaming. You're like, <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. No, you're not. No. Your your console is white. It's basic. Get your shit together, Sony. Uh, Need for Speed is on track to arrive in 2022. whoop de doo And will be a next-gen console exclusive. Oh, nobody cares. <laughs> and that's it. That's it. You boys heard of Gran Turismo? <laughs> Gran Turismo or Forza Horizon Five. I know, right? Like, like Need for Speed <sighs> has to step their shit up. Heat was an interesting, like, kind of idea, but they made the f- biggest cardinal sin of all. And what's that, Matt? Good question. It looked like they were trying to do a, uh, oh my god, the shit Ubisoft racing game reward system the crew thank you it looked like they were doing that as a reward system which is a terrible way to do a racing game yeah yeah oh win this race and get this part no no i have a hard time imagining a win this race get this money buy whatever i want good need for speed game like forza is so good at what it does and Gran Turismo is so good at what it does. I don't see where there's room for Need for Speed. Here's where there's room. And there's okay. not really room. It's them cheating. Okay. It's something that they tried to do the first time, and I lambasted it for them then. Okay. But if done correctly, they can carve out a little spot for themselves. Mm-hmm. They need to remaster slash remake Underground 1, 2, and Most Wanted. Do not change how they function. Put them in a modern engine with ray-traced everything. Make them pretty. And let them just be what they were. Because you didn't have to win the race to get the part. You could just drive whatever you wanted. It was They were like three of their most open-worldly pure games. Mm-hmm. And because they're the cheating is because you're remastering, remaking what you already have. You're not trying to reinvent the wheel to compete with these other things. Don't put a story in. Have you noticed that in Gran Turismo and Horizon, we don't give a shit at all? They literally laugh. They put stories in, 
as like a way to do missions, but there's no like, oh man, my brother got snagged up by the cops for street racing. Oh no, there's a dirty cop. What is this? It's all about family, Dom. Like, no, <laughs> it doesn't need to happen. Uh, stop doing it. So good. Just stop. So funny. Need for speed. It's in the title. You just go fast. There doesn't. There's not need for story depth. He's got a point. He's got a point. Did you play Heat? Uh, which one's Heat? The most recent one. I don't think so. Where you're like a street racer that there's a dirty cop that busts one of your friends, and then you're at the you like go to the garage and you're getting your car kind of tuned and whatever, and like then you start street racing. I think I played like I played. I used the ten hour early access demo to like. Play yeah, a I think I might have played like a little bit of it, but I not played like... up to like where you couldn't race any further and you could only free ride for the next 10 hours and uh, that's what I was like what are you doing yeah I don't I, he might have even been the wrong name I don't remember I don't remember now but it's like what are you what are you doing there's nothing I don't want to keep driving in this game because it doesn't reward you for just actually finishing a race it, it doesn't ah, it just it felt so bad in multiple spots yeah, I mean, I think that's a fair play, though, is to remaster some old good games. I and still if, want... If I, anything, just put more cars in it. Yeah, I would love a remaster of Porsche Unleashed, but that's like that's like really obscure. Like that is one. an obscure one. Yeah. I know the cover of it, and it's an obscure one. That'd be like asking to remake Carbon. Yeah, it's old. It's old, too. It's, really it's also old. old. Yeah, Carbon's the redheaded stepchild. <laughs> yeah. Nobody even talks about that. Rightly so. Yeah. But like make remaster your your biggins the way that they were. Don't do because they tried to. Make, I don't know if you remember this. They remade Most Wanted. Yeah, it was just Need for Speed, wasn't it? It was no. They they called it Most Wanted still, but they didn't. It was not a re, remake. It was oh here's Need for Speed Most Wanted made for the modern whatever, and it was like terrible the entire time through. Like the driving felt bad. It was not the same. It wasn't even the same map. It wasn't the same whatever. The cars weren't the same. Progression wasn't the same. Cop issues weren't the same. Like, nothing was the change. Give me those exact same games with more cars. Just put more variety in because now you have modern car changes and everything. So, okay, your carpool goes bigger. And then give me a level-up system. Like, most wanted was the blacklist. Yep. So you had the blacklist, but also give me an experience level as well. So that way you can not you can save yourself from saying every car is available from level one. Say X amount of cars are available at level one, then level five, then level ten, and then you know that goes up to like fifty, and then fifty unlocks every car except for the ones that say you need to be ten or higher on the blacklist type of thing. Hmm. Problem solved. I was looking up uh, if um. Criterion was the ones that did on the ground. I don't know who also got moved off because now Need for Speed is under the house of the Project Cars people. That's the other part of it is that the new Need for Speed game, the one that we talked about, is Criterion again. Oh, it is Criterion again. What did the yeah. Need for What did the Project Cars people do? Did they get moved to something else? I thought they got given Need for Speed and Criterion got kicked off. 
Um, wasn't that Codemasters? Yes. Criterion was doing something else, but then now they're on Need for Speed again. Weird. Because I remember the acquisition of Codemasters I thought was, okay, cool, you guys are getting Need for Speed, fuck off Criterion. <laughs> Which was weird. Yeah. And also weirder now if they're back. All right, so what is this? Criterion did Hot Pursuit. Um, Most Wanted. And that's it. What are all these other ones? Did like Criterion become... This is confusing. I'm confused. I'm confused. Oh, the Criterion's like Burnout too, obviously. So, what else they got here? Burnout, 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 Burnout. New Speed, Most Wanted. Need for Speed Rivals. Um, yeah, I don't know. Weird. Weird indeed. Anyway, so who did Underground? Carbon, Most Wanted, Underground. Underground, Underground 2 is EA Black Box, who doesn't exist anymore. Hilarious. Hilarious. Shut down in 2013. That sounds about right. And at one point, it was working on something called Need for Speed World. Oh yeah, the M- the rumored MMO forever. Yeah, that never never. Or, sorry, the rumored I guess technical term at this point would be live service Need for Speed. Yeah, which never happened. No. <laughs> what do you mean it never happened? Apparently, I guess it did come out at some point, but it was it, sh- it did, but I don't think in the U.S. Shut down in 2015. Or it was a mobile game. I don't remember. That might have been a mobile game. Yeah. All right. Anyway, that it? Yeah, I got nothing else. All right, cool. Seven days. What you been up to? Nothing, really. All right, uh, then. Watching, watching stuff for the most part. Watching, watching? Watching, watching. Watching Moon Knight. Watched the first episode of Halo, which was fucking awful. Um. <laughs> <laughs> What's frustrating though is like visually it's nice, other than the the clear issues. The clear issue is there's some weird proportion issues with the Spartans, but the Covenant and like the the their their guns and like the effects and stuff. Like that's the where first, the, that's where the money went. Oh yeah, like the first time you see, you don't really see the Covenant. You just like you see like the drop ship. You know they're there, and then they start getting these like teenagers start getting shot at. And the first one that gets hit, it fucking, like, blows their leg off. And it's, like, vaporizes their leg because of plasma weapons. And uh. I'm like, oh, fuck. And then, like, someone gets shot in the head at one point with a plasma rifle. And obviously, like, head gone. And I'm like, oh, yes. And I think. Um, and then Chief walks in and you go, oh, nah. Yeah, basically, that's what happened. <laughs> uh, literally, that's why I'm like, oh, this is getting good. Chief drops in from Pelican. And it's that shitty scene where he lands. Oh, he does the superhero landing? Yes. 
and I'm like, <laughs> so, <laughs> and, and then I'm, he takes his helmet off, and I'm no longer interested. And then he takes his helmet off and doesn't put it back on, and he looks like a broke ass fucking Joey Gallo. I like that they they got <laughs> that to happen, but they somehow convinced Mando to not take his entire helmet off for two seasons until the final end. Yeah, or they they managed to like. He's like, I want to take it off because I want to be, you know, more or whatever. And they're like, no, no, no. That's character. No. Yeah. And then. <laughs> when he takes it off, it's Chief, meaningful. they're like, take it off. You're yeah, fine. No helmet Just, for you. You don't, you don't want no armor either. Let's see your ass. Yeah. <laughs> you got a dick? <laughs> Show, me your dick. Is that... <laughs> Show me your dick. <laughs> Just two guys being dudes. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Oh, oh, that f- popped. Um, what else was there? Just two dudes being it. Oh, the video's so good. Oh yeah, and then uh, Doctor Halsey and uh, Captain Keys. Uh, their daughter is Miranda Keys. Yeah, think about that one. Captain Keys, Dr. Halsey, Boinkin. <laughs> and oh yeah, Cortada, <laughs> Cortada is a clone of Dr. Halsey. Like, literally. Oh. Not just like a... Not, oh. not used as a... In the mind of. Yeah, exactly. They Dr. Halsey cloned herself, got in trouble for cloning herself, so she flashed the, flashed the, co- the clone's brain or whatever in into cortana yeah i'm just like i'm also not how that worked yeah i'm like i'm out on this shit like (laughs) so i every i have a friend who's watching it and so like i'll be like all right what happened in this episode and he'll tell me things and i'll just be like oh my god (laughs) just have that moment where oh no like oh no so happy this isn't canon yeah uh, and then watching Moon Knight, and I, I'm liking Moon Knight. It's it's uh, I like Os- Oscar Isaac, so it's that's fine. Yeah, it's one I need to watch because the the idea was going to be to get Disney and binge Boba Fett mm-hmm. and Moon Knight, but after hearing everything I heard about Boba Fett, I'm inclined to not watch it. I think you should watch it. You just kind of have to go in with the understanding that it's not about Boba Fett at all. Yeah, I mean, the first half is Boba Fett. It's Boba Fett's origin, new Boba Fett origin story, like new as in like a current Boba Fett, I guess. Um, Which Boba Fett? <laughs> yeah. Like how is his current state of being, like his or- that origin story, I guess. But like, and then it turns into like a preview for Mandalorian season three. Yeah. So. Boba and Friends is what the second half is called, I believe. And I think it might actually be it might be more enjoyable binging it than waiting a week to watch an episode. True, because you won't have the disappointment. Yeah, um, but I'm 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 liking Moon Knight. I think there's two episodes out now, and it's, um, I, it's not like blow your socks off amazing, but it's just, it's well, it's, it's a tr- semi fresh take on like the superhero well, thing. Because... Like that mixed with it's the true introduction of a new character for people so they yeah have, they have to kind of go slow yeah and it's like it's nice to see oscar, oscar isaac like get to like he's 
stretching his legs in like a weird way because it's it's Marvel and the superhero, but yeah, he's and like, it's, a, and it's know, a crazy. He's, he's playing like multiple characters, so it's, yeah. That's Spe- interesting. Speaking of personality syndrome, yeah. Um, but that's it. I don't really have time to do anything else, and uh, that's that's where I'm at in life, unfortunately. What have you been up to? Uh, I've been up to a thing called. I was I was about to reference the song. A thing called love. <laughs> yeah, that part. Um, <laughs> how's uh, Wild Progress? That's now that song's just stuck in my head. Uh, we are eight out of eleven still. Okay, which is Ando and Dead. Yeah, not heroic. Uh, having issues or just haven't put the time in. Both we oh we can kill both of them for sure, but it's issues are the cause of both of them. Mm. Not uh, the cause of both of them not being dead for ten and for nine and ten. Uh, Rigalon has a lot of personal responsibility that people keep failing, and if one person fails, it's a wipe. Uh, and then Lords of Dread, uh, we only pulled it for like twenty minutes, maybe thirty minutes this week. But I think for sure that's definitely killable within the next week. All right. Nice. Rigalon's going to be a little bit harder because it just it has you can't screw up. If one person screws up, it kills everybody, and you literally just wipe. So that's uh, unfortunate. It's not like hard to not screw up. It's yeah, it's not hard to not screw up. Uh-huh. Like the the mechanics are simple, mm-hmm. but you can get screwed very quickly. Mm. Like if so, there like a snowball so, effect. You're saying, or so the way that the specific mechanic works is there are you're fighting the boss, and then there are six, I think it might depend on group size, um, orbs that spawn that are slowly getting dragged towards the boss. Okay, you kill the orbs. Yeah. When why did that just feel so weird? When you kill one of the orbs, a little pool slash portal thing drops on the ground. Okay, I think I know what you're talking about. Once that drops. On heroic, on normal doesn't matter. You can run through it, whatever. If the people that get the bomb on their head need to run in it to clear, but it, it'll be there unless somebody else with a bomb is run into one. Hmm. On heroic, if anybody walks into that portal, it will consume them instead and not the bomb person. Okay. So if the bomb doesn't get cleared, it does raid-wide wipe damage. Mm-hmm. So you only have X amount of time to clear the bomb. So if a bunch of them get killed like near melee and somebody walks wrong and then it's gone. Well, now you're down one portal. So you have to get one of the other ones and hope that they're dying fast enough as well. So you can still make up for that mm-hmm. like, gap. But if somebody doesn't get that, you know, or, or if somebody accidentally takes the one that somebody was running to or whatever, then there's just high chances of one thing going wrong and killing everybody. Mm. And that phase happens probably twice with our damage, maybe three times. So, just a lot of personal responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I see what you're saying. And MLB The Show, of course. Yep. Show. Shownation.com. I don't know why. It just came out of my mouth. Um, Yeah. Playing the show. Haven't. Uh, I created my player, but I haven't really done anything with him. The only reason I created him is because the servers were down for a little bit that night. Mm-hmm. That's why I realized I couldn't import my other characters in the chat, uh, whatever. So I just created him because the servers were down. I couldn't play Diamond Dynasty. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, well, played him, played a couple games. And I was like, okay, cool. Diamond Dynasty's back up. and go back to that. 
But I'm enjoying it. It's uh, still a pretty game mm-hmm. for you know what it is, and still plays well. And yeah, I'm always nothing, excited. Nothing I'm always revolutionary. With the, I'm excited with the new mode. The mini seasons are, are fun because it gives you something that isn't conquest. So like once you've done a conquest map, other than going back and replaying it, it's like you were. I before would kind of run into a wall where I'd be kind of stuck, but now it's like, oh, I'll just do a mini season and just keep playing the game. Mm-hmm. All right. So, um, what else are you playing? That's uh, really Gra- it. Uh, Grand no, Turismo at all? I haven't or? played any Turismo and haven't played any um, Horizon. Horizon, yeah. It's been wow because I have to get stuff done for like my main character to get gear for the next week, and then yeah, uh, the show in the in the downtime. Yeah, I mean the other stuff could wait. Yeah, it's just the downside of having to get gear on the main guy because, like, it forces me to have to do things. Mm. Like, my best way to get top end gear is to run like ten mythics a week. Yeah, which is time consuming. Yeah, it's like thirty between thirty minutes to an hour for each run. Yeah, so ten hours a week plus I'm already rating six hours a week, so that's that's a lot of time. Or technically five hours is two and a half. Which Flat time for an adult. Really four. Yeah. Fucking kids. <laughs> Not even just that. Fucking working from home bastards. Yeah. I'll hop in Discord while I'm at work and like just kind of like scroll chat and like talk to some people and I see people running stuff and I'm like, you I can't. I can't complain too much. I got to watch a whole baseball game at work today. <laughs> yeah. I can't do that either. So that was kind of cool. I was watching like the stat pages, but I can't get the feed. So I was like, well, yeah, it would show like, in, you know, in play outs. And I'm like, <laughs> what's happening? What's happening? What's happening? Oh, ground out. Ah, I hate this place. Well, I tried. I tried that initially. I had the stat page up and I, I put on uh, I put it on the on my headphones on like the radio WFAN. And I was listening to play by play. I'm like, it's not working for me. I was like, why don't I just fucking watch the game? So yeah. I threw the game up on on my second monitor and was just like, this, this is kind of nice. <laughs> uh, so yeah, baseball season. Yeah. Baseball. Baseball. Yeah, that's it for me. All right, that's all I got then. All right, we'll see you guys in seven days. Bye-bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.